Hi folks, welcome to Follow the Leader, a podcast focused on telling character-driven stories through the use of GMless tabletop games, where we can all take the lead. You can find us on Twitter and Tumblr at FTLcast. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash FTLcast. Today we're playing Mnemonic, Cracks in the Mirror by D. Pennyway. For those of you who are new to the game, here's the pitch. Mnemonic is a game about exploring forgotten places in service of the communities whose history is buried there. I'm Zachary, and you can find me at Obfuscating God on Twitter, and my pronouns are he, him. Playing with me today, we have... I'm Dora. Um, you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora, and my pronouns are they, them. My name is Mab. You can find me on Twitter at LittleLadyMab, and you can find other things elsewhere, and my pronouns are she, her. All right. Our lines, things we absolutely do not want to see, are homophobia and transphobia, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate par partner violence, and unwanted pregnancy. Our veils, things we're fine with addressing but we'll just fade to black on, are steamy situations, graphic descriptions of bodily harm, and terminal illness. Now that we've got all that, let's get started. Mnemonic is a game about a lot of stuff. It does not require a facility to play. We just need a standard-sized poker deck, including two jokers. I am almost certain that this poker deck does have jokers in it. It's got 54 cards. There's 52 cards in a normal deck, which means there are jokers inside. Why is it called a poker deck? Uh, I mean, I, I obviously that you know you can play poker with it. But like, I guess maybe other card games don't require all fifty-two cards. Like a standard deck of cards, just yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that might just be uh, deep, anyways. Uh, wave. We also want a piece of paper or a notepad and something to write with to help us keep track of the world we're exploring. We've done that. Uh, safety note periodically through the game. Include safety notes. Yeah, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Very cool. So this game, this game contains three rituals of play, three like uh, sections, basically, the rites of initiation, the rites of exploration, and the rites of reflection. Um, you can probably just go through those in order. We've already done a lot of the initiation stuff on our own, but we can like talk through it. So uh, these are the rites of initiation, and they start with a little poem... I spent years looking in the mirror. One day I saw that the mirror was cracked. In the seam, I saw myself. Nervously, I tried to fit the pieces back together to repair what was broken, to hide what I had seen. But it was no use. The mirror was broken. It had always been broken. So each of you will invent a character to join the group on their journey through the world of Mnemonic. Mnemonic is a world painted in silhouette. The outlines are there, but the details are murky. As you explore the world, you will flesh out its history for yourself and your group. Ignore any and all lore that you may have read about this world. From the moment you begin, this world is yours to shape. Uh, before we begin, 
this game is not designed, nor is it intended, as space to explore other people's oppression or diaspora. White players should not be engaging with cultures and histories that are not their own. As you play, be mindful of the details and inspiration you draw from the real world, and avoid details from cultures that don't belong to you, especially indigenous cultures, even if you studied them in an academic setting. Academic study or proximity to other people's cultures is not a replacement for lived experiences. As much as you can, limit your inspiration to details from cultures and communities to which you have a concrete personal connection. And so the way that uh, you create characters in this game are um, you answer uh, certain questions and um, you also have secondary questions to consider, though you do not need to answer them. So we technically have them a little bit out of order in our document. Um, yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us it makes sense to have the name and pronouns up top, though. That's why I did it that way, but I switched the power and the source, and then I was looking at it today and I kept confusing myself. I was like, why did I put these out of order? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, it happens. Eh. Uh, okay, so so do we want to go through each question answering it in turn, or do we want to just ex- de- describe our characters as they stand? Um, let's go through each ca- uh, each question answering in turn, um, so that way it's easier to to also do the consider the following questions. Cool. So we're gonna start a little bit out of order with the naming ceremony. Uh, what is your chosen name? Every person is given a name at birth, but you no longer use that name for yourself. Pick your chosen name from the below lists of common names or choose one of your own design. And uh, pronouns. Introduce us to your character using their chosen pronouns. The chonin pronouns. Chonin pronouns. Yep. Chonin pronoun. The tune-in exam. <laughs> yep. Once you pass the tune-in exam, you get your pronouns. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I can talk today, I promise. I had tea in my mouth, but I expected that to come out, and I was so... I did it to myself. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Um, consider the following. You do not need to answer. Do you remember your given name? Who do you still allow to use it? Uh, and so my character's name is Parker, and he uses he and they pronouns. Uh, okay, so the character I am playing for this game is uh, called Artisia Salanacea, uh, and she uses she/her pronouns. And the character I'll be playing is named Serafina. Does not have a last name. She also goes by Fina uh, for short, and uses she/her pronouns. Right, yeah, so we know our names. Now let's get to know a little bit more about us as we go through the the, the various rites of initiation. Yes. Uh, so, what lie has society endeavored to teach you about yourself? And uh, consider the following question you do not need to answer. When did you realize the lie was holding you back? And the lie that society has tried to tell Parker about themselves is uh, that uh, I try too hard. He's so good. <laughs> the lie that society has taught to... Artisia is that she is better off alone. The lie that I've been taught is that I talk too much. Where do you draw your strength? Uh, Consider the following you do not need to answer. Until recently, you had no idea that this was the source of your strength. What kept you from discovering it? 
and uh, the source of my strength is I draw strength from the connection to other people. Uh, I draw strength from the world around me. And I also draw strength from my connection to other people. Next is what makes you special, and uh, consider the following. Uh, this specialty frequently gets you into trouble in your community. What keeps you from giving it up entirely? Could you do it if you wanted to? And uh, my strength is that I'm a talented healer. My strength is that I'm a gifted magician. I'm also a gifted magician. We got a lot in common. See, going last, I just go, I also. (laughs) 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 It's fine. There wasn't a lot of options, but I liked it. Uh, Which species best describes you? Uh, Consider the following... What makes you stand out from the other members of your species? Is it a physical feature or something less tangible? And uh, I am a drake, uh, which is a winged dinosaur-like person who can breathe fire. Uh, I am a fae, which is a small fairy-like people. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take away small because she's tall. <laughs> she's like a base. She's like an elf, like a snow elf. And I'm a sun child. Uh, There are people made up of metal and stone and magic who cannot die. And Fina in particular is uh, made out of really uh, fragile material. She's kind of like a China doll. And just a bunch of magic. (laughs) Next is, uh, which city do you call home? And uh, consider the following. Why did you leave home? Who do you miss most? And... uh... I'm from Ironhold, which is a city of forges. So I've got two answers, kind of, uh, of where she was originally and then where she was before the events of this game. Uh, Because originally she is from Rinwood, an ancient forest, but more recently she is from Luckwater, an island academy. Uh, I am from Ironhold, a city of forges, also. So both both Parker and Fina are from Ironhold. Yes. And then we have uh, limitations. Declare and record one limitation for your character, something that, when it comes up, prevents you from continuing on the current path. You might be able to find a different way forward, or someone else might be able to help you, or your limitation might simply stop you where you are, or force you to retreat. There's a safety note. Avoid making jokes at the expense of your character, especially if they have limitations that you do not. If at any point a limitation comes up in the fiction that you don't feel comfortable exploring, you may divert the story away from that moment. If you or your group are unable to engage with the limitation safely and respectfully, change it to something else. And then uh, consider the following. How do you overcome your limitation in your daily life? When does your limitation become too much of an obstacle for you? And, uh... My limitation is that I am uh, deeply afraid of the dark. Um, Ironhold is always glittering with the lights of the forges, so it's never truly dark there. Um, So that's how I cope on the Mm -hmm. Uh, day-to-day. My limitation is a type of social anxiety where she is deeply afraid of speaking too loudly. She, uh, back at Luckwater, is the librarian... (laughs) So she doesn't often have to raise her voice, and that suits her well. Uh, My limitation is that I am extremely fragile. As I mentioned, uh, she is in the body of a china doll. Like, human size, but still extremely fragile, and it's more pretty to look at than useful to do things. 
okay. Your group. Somehow, you all came together in the same community, eventually forming a group of your own. Discuss the following questions as a group. Where did you meet? Did everyone join the group together, or did some join later? What circumstances brought your group together? What do you remember from that day? What have you chosen to forget? Do others remember it? Uh, and then the considering the following, you do not need to answer. What sequence have you kept from the group to protect yourself or your family? So this is the this is the part that I had talked to Dora with a little bit in the Discord. Yes. Well, my idea was that we had all gone to school together, um, and that the events of this game are us returning to our former school uh, in the wake of an event. Yes. In which case, like, where would Parker have, like, would Parker have gone to the magic school also to learn healing? The precious puppy dog. Yeah, to hone his skills at healing, yeah. Cool. It's a type of magic. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think, you know, us being magicians definitely lends a little more credence to it. Mm -hmm. But this, it was probably a school for numerous things that involved a heavy magical curriculum. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, so that was, that was my concept uh door mentioned something about meeting at a funeral and i said oh what if it was the funeral of like our old like a shared teacher mm-hmm. so the, the 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 place that we are exploring in this game will be the school and our memories of it is it still an active school that's a good question i don't know um it could be that it was like dwindling mm-hmm. and and with the death of this teacher or this or even the headmaster maybe uh, like it's probably not going to reopen, um, but either way, there is nobody at the school when we are when we arrive, apart from mourners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. So the first question: Where did you meet? I put down magic school exclamation point. Yes. Do we want to come up with a name for it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'd be here all day. <laughs> Um, I think the book named it Luckwater. Well, Luckwater is where I'm at. I wasn't presuming that that was the same school. Oh, okay. Okay. I think that after I graduated, I ended up at Luckwater because it was also a school, but not... Advanced education. Well, just, you know, uh, faculty life. Mm-hmm. Fair. To Don John... Uh, I put yeah, I put in a name. I'll just say yeah, Zach just dropped a name in there. Oh, and then I wrote something completely unuseful, uh, unhelpful. D- <laughs> uh, yeah. For the viewers at home, <laughs> um, what circumstances brought your group together? The death of a bachelor, Brendan Yuri voice. Hope you don't uh, know if the teacher was ever married. <laughs> no. Confirmed bachelor. Yeah. Aww. So yeah, I like Zachary's suggestion of uh, Foxglove Academy for the school that we met at. For, uh, for gifted individuals or, you know, whatever. Talented youth. Some, some, some Xavier school bullshit. Yeah. Uh, did everyone join the group together or did, they, did some join later? Um... Do you know that means like us in school or us here at the funeral? I think it means us in school. And that is, I'm cool with being all in the same class, same year. Yeah, I think that works well. 
Um, and yeah, we we just discussed uh, works. What circumstances brought your group together? Death of a death, death of a shared mentor. Yep. I had also made an umbrella academy joke about it. <laughs> so, yeah, so shared the death of a death of the of the headmaster of the school who was like a mentor to us. Um, what do you remember from that day? Is that the the day that that we came together? Yeah, I think so. Um, so it would probably have been the first day of school, right? Yeah. God, all I can think of now is like Hogwarts, specifically like the depiction from the movies. Mm-hmm. I'm, de- I mean, I'm definitely thinking of Hogwarts. What I'm talking about? It's like a Hogwarts. Uh, uh, yeah, like a Hogwarts. Yeah, like a magic school off in the wilderness somewhere, surrounded by by moors and and deep forests. We arrive on some form of conveyance. I mean, it could be easy as enough. It's like we were all on the train together. <laughs> we all ended up in the same train. Aww, Very Harry Potter. That's so Harry Potter. It's adorable. I love it. It is. Uh, Fina, did you have the same body then as you do now? Um, I've been thinking about that. Uh, probably not. I think she looks different mm-hmm. now than she did then. But, like, as soon as she starts talking to you guys at the funeral, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Artesia definitely looked different back then. Yeah, I think I think Parker's grown into his wings a little more. Oh, I never really described Parker. Um, he's, like, a kind of stout Drake person, but uh, his scales are mottled red and brown. Mm-hmm. Artesia uh, used to be very short. And and she also wore like the first day of school was like frilly powder blue dress with like ribbons and a big white hat and big glasses and was just in a sitting in a pile of fabric on the chair and she doesn't look like that anymore. She got a lot taller and she doesn't wear colors anymore. Uh, at the funeral, she is wearing all black. With like a big, heavy, like warm trench coat and a black brimmed hat and black sunglasses. Sunglasses. <laughs> She's got shades. Who's you know? There's a train. There's got to be shades. She's got big old Ray Bans on. <laughs> Fantasy Ray Bans. <laughs> and she has a, a a black umbrella. And she had an umbrella back then, but it was like a parasol. She's just full goth now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she's got to stay out of the sun. She's a snow elf, you know. It's, yeah, she can't. Fair. I'm gonna say that the morning colors for for drakes are like deep maroons, like blood reds. Mm. So, uh, but what do we remember about our first day of school? Is it something specific about the the train ride? Yeah, about us, about us meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um for Fina in particular, she's just very excited to be around other people um because she's been always kind of like sequestered away and so this was just kind of like there's so many people and they're all talking and I can talk to them and it's great and we can be friends. Everybody can be friends. Yay. <laughs> um I think the thing that Artesia remembers is being happy to have people around her who could 
talk for her. Oh, I'll do so much talking for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she re- she remembers like she remembers like sticking close to Fina as soon as they met, uh, and being like like whispering in her ear for her to tell other people things. Delightful. I think the thing that really stuck with Parker is like I don't think that he'd really left Ironhold much, if at all, uh, growing up. So I think watching the Moors roll by was a really novel experience at first because like you're in the middle of a city that is built on like I would say you know because it's a city of forges there's also probably a lot of foundries and stuff there so it's probably an almost really industrialized place so there's probably not a whole lot of uh, greenery around uh, for him to look at so I think that's what sticks with him the most so what have we chosen to forget and do others remember it um i think that i have chosen to forget that i was afraid of you at first both of you oh i yeah i'm just you know as far as i will let myself remember you were my friends immediately but it was not the case uh, that I tried to lock the door when I came into the train car so that no one else could come in. Uh, but I, I wasn't able to. Oh. Yeah, I think for for Fina, it's, you know, something similar also where she was like, you know, in, in as much as she definitely enjoyed being around people, she was very nervous to be around so many people. Um, she also is just, you know, very heedless of the fact that she is fragile and nothing happened, but it was just kind of like a very stark reminder very suddenly that she is a uh, very fragile and didn't know how to interact in such settings. And she's like, oh, I'm very out of the loop here. <laughs> I don't actually know how to socialize. So she just talked a lot to make up for it. Mm-hmm. I think with... Uh... With Parker, it kind of goes hand in hand with, like, what they remember most about that day. Like, there was... Shoot. I can't remember the term for it. Um, the the kind of, like, fear of wide open spaces. Agoraphobia. Okay, so it is agoraphobia. There's, like, kind of a sense of agoraphobia being out in this wide open place that that really made, made them uneasy. But, uh... He's chosen to forget about that in favor of uh, remembering the wonder. Yes. I think that's all of our questions. Yeah, there's um, there's one last section on family uh, before we get into the next ritual, uh, which is the world is made up of many families. Some of them intersect, some are isolated. Your family shares your culture, many of your needs, and some of your pain. Your family also includes specific ancestors, people who lived during moments of history whose stories may or may not have survived the passage of time. Each member of your traveling group comes from a different family, but your group, too, is a kind of family, with its own needs, shared pain, and culture. When the text mentions family, it is referring to the family you are from, beyond your traveling group. Within these two kinds of families is you. Only you know who you are, who you want to be. You have your own needs and pain, 
You share a connection with the other members of the group beyond the meals you share around the campfire on the path towards your destination. You might not know what it is yet, just yet, but it's there, waiting to be explored. Consider all of this as you make your journey to the places of memory. Uh, and then there is one more poem. Does anybody else want to read that? Nab, you want to read it? Uh, sure. I had spent years staring into that mirror, decades, seeing what they wanted me to see, being what they wanted me to be. No more. Let the thing shatter. I'm done hiding. Boom. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so the next step is uh, rights of exploration. And the little blurb before we get started is the walls remember, the stones remember, it is we who have forgotten. Ooh. All right. Um, the rights of exploration are a series of intimate procedures for exploring your culture's history. The text here mentions a place of memory, suggesting a distant a journey to a distant or possibly ancient location. But the place of memory could be inside your family's current home, or at a local cemetery, or inside a theater. In our case, it is a school, the grounds of a school. Uh, this place could be as fast as a city, or it could be as small as a room. It could be as new as a supermarket, or as ancient as a circle of stones. I think our school probably had, you know, like Hogwarts probably has a, a pretty long and storied history. Like, there's probably, like, parts that are built upon parts that you know, had long since crumbled as stuff gets reclaimed and lost over the course of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, Foxglove. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been there for a long time, probably possibly hundreds of years. Uh, and it's also pretty big, right? Like, like large, sprawling grounds with like, a, not necessarily a castle, but like a big, it was a place where people lived right yeah definitely yeah take a moment now to discuss with your group the kind of place we'd like to explore okay we've done that uh where is it how long will it take to get there have any of us been there before so okay so is the funeral on the grounds or off of them hey i'm gonna leave the call and come back because like i literally can't hear half of what you all uh, are saying because my computer is just fucking dying so give me that, like that's a few minutes <laughs> sure i'm sorry <laughs> sure no worries uh okay so are we good with this situation with this with where we're at uh uh map can you hear us i can hear you guys okay how do i sound not good i know can you understand me <laughs> I can understand you. You are you're kind of faint and fuzzy, but I can at least I can make out the words for sure. Yeah, love, love Bluetooth headsets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So let's. I think the only question left under the rights of exploration intro part that we haven't answered is how long will it take to get there? Yeah. So yes, because uh, we have been there before. Uh, where is it? Uh, it's in. You know, it's in the mountains, uh, right? Like the like a forested part of the this mountain range where it's like things are flat enough to have an area of where people can be. Uh, I just made up the mountain thing. I don't know. Do you like mountains? I like mountains. I like mountains. mountains. Are good. It's like it's almost like 
Uh, it's like a, a, a like a big school in the Swiss Alps. Nice. Oh God, I'm just looking at pictures of the Alps. The Alps look so fucking pretty. <laughs> oh, look at these fucking mountains! Look at these <laughs> mountains! Who's oh that God, big mountain. My I, my heart aches. Uh, let's see if there's a castle in the Swiss Alps. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some fucking castles in the Alps, <laughs> my friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, I'm gonna throw some pictures. Um, I am in love with mountains. Uh, yes, uh, I'm gonna throw some pictures in the chat. Oh my goodness! What if this is like? What if our school looks like this? Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gosh, yes. A castle in the fantasy Swiss Alps. In the yes, in the mountains <laughs> somewhere. Um, okay, so that's where it is. <laughs> How long will it take? So this is this is my question that I asked before uh, the troubles began. Um, uh, is the funeral at the castle, or is it at the base, like in the town at the base of the mountain? Are we going to be like? We're at the funeral, and then we decide to make a pilgrimage to the top where the castle is, or is it like the pil- like the journey is getting up there, and that's where the funeral is? Um, Mab, can you try dropping and rejoining to see if that that helps? Okay, so so um, Mab said, "Yeah, I like that," but I don't know to which which option. It was. <laughs> All of it? <laughs> Wait, were there more options? <laughs> Well, okay, so so what the first thing we're talking about is the is where the castle is. It's where the school is, the yes. castle in the Alps. Uh, my question was, do we think that the funeral is in the town at the base of the mountains, and we meet at the funeral in the town, and then once as it ends, we decide, yes. you know yeah, what, yeah, let's yeah. go up, let's check out the old place. Ooh, I have an idea. I would like to pitch y'all on this. Okay. So. What if the funeral is in the town at the base of the mountains and we have to deliver the remains up to the school? Ooh. Death Stranding. I like where you're at. <laughs> Norman Reedus. All right. Like ashes, right? Like yeah. we're not carrying a full body. No, okay, yeah. No. We, can, we get an urn. You could not expect me to do that. <laughs> no, yes. like the... Um, like the ashes. We're going we're gonna to spread his ashes up there. Fantastic. Um, and there's some sort of conceit that means you can't just fly up the mountain. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's just like there's the, the magical con- con- protections or such that they don't allow people to arrive from the air or something else. Um, so we all have to hike up the mountain. And it's like, you know, a few, you know, it takes like a few hours from where we are to get up there. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, hey, do we want to... So we like gestured at our characters. Do we want to do like one last thing where we just describe what other, what they look like completely, and then just drop that back in around character creation? <laughs> yeah, or we can, or we can like, or we can just set the scene of the funeral, uh, and then li- let that leave leave off as into like the TBC as we like as we like look up at the mountain that we're gonna have to climb. So the there are looks like there are one, two, three, four, five sequences uh that we do um which is arrival exploration transgression memory shared memory and resolution so we can break those up into into things but i do want to i do want to like see what this funeral looks like and talk about that would it be too cliche for it to be raining 
I don't think I I don't think so at all. Um, I think it's raining through the funeral. Yeah. It's like a little village like this, like the town of Albinen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Matterhorn in the distance or something. <laughs> we just plucked Disneyland right down in there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so who... First, let's. Who is this? This person? Do we want to have? Do we want to name them? Uh, this headmaster, who was like a a part of our lives, like an instrumental part of our lives. Probably. I feel like I had name and then I forgot it, amidst all of my technology issues. Is this person a foxglove? Like fox, like the name. Yeah, like like from the family. Oh, like like the plants. <laughs> Like, yes. it was, like it was a like it was a family name school. Yeah. Oh, should we like pick? Should we pick like a scientific totally. name that has to do with foxglove the plant? Aloysius. Who? Um, I don't think that's a scientific name. That's just a oh. name. It's just a fancy name that you would give a wizard. Oh wait, no, that's poison control. That's not Wikipedia. <laughs> um, is he? Was he human, or something else? None of us are human. No. Hmm. Um. Yeah, and like, what was the like? Where? What was the the way the school was handled? Was it like all mostly humans or not many humans at all? I like it being a nice, healthy mix. Yeah. Sure. So that way, like, we don't stand out more. Totally. Uh, all right. Let's let me look at the list of races. Spiderkin. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with spiders when they're small and they get too big and I don't like them. A spiderkin would be too big for me. What? No let's, driders? Let's just go with uh, uh, just, a what? Uh, it's a, it's a sexy spider ladies from D and D. No. They're all dominatrixes. Dislike. I also just batch marathoned listening to the Magnus archives. I don't want to deal with spiders. <laughs> um let's yeah, let's just say he's human, just to just to simplify things. They're so small and then they die. Makes we yeah, so we don't small. Are you like a big no, you're a human size no! child. Child I'm a human size. Okay. Um, yeah, just to, just so we don't have to, like like get too deep in the weeds of like how do these other place other species die and like what are their r- rituals? This is a human who died in a human way, yeah, of old age or something, or maybe he was sick. Maybe he was sick, and the, none of us were able to see him before he passed because we had our own stuff going on. How about his name is Talus? Talus, that's good. Yeah. Sure. From uh, Digitalis, which is the genus of about 20 species of herbaceous, herbaceous perennial shrubs and biennials, commonly known as foxgloves. Wow. So, so uh, Talus foxglove, um, the last headmaster of the foxglove academy. Um, who is here at the funeral? Who mourns him other than us? Like, would it be a lot of other students? I don't know. That's, that's, the, that's the question. What is the... In the years since we have left its hollowed halls, how has the Academy gone? Well, I mean, it was obviously in decline. 
since he was the last headmaster and the school's closed now. Yeah. So there might might not be many people who are here to remember him. Yeah, maybe our graduating class was the last. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe that. Maybe, um, you know, maybe the people here are like a handful of graduates who were able to find the time to come back uh, mixed with a handful of current students and just villagers from this place that uh, supported the castle for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's a big ceremony. If it was, they wouldn't need us to take the ashes up. Yeah. Do we... Are we volunteers? Do we go like, hey, we'll do it? I'm not sure. I think... I think we were close with him in a way that other students weren't. Uh, in a way that the surviving faculty remember. Surviving. Mm. Remaining faculty remember. Surviving. Uh, and, <laughs> and that they ask us to do it because he would have wanted it to be us. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Where do you stand where do you stand in the ranks of the people at this funeral? I mean, if we were the ones that are considered the closest to him, we are probably very close to the Well, no, this is not necessarily that's what I'm asking. Cause I'm in the back. Oh, that's true. You you would be. Uh I think Fina stands pretty close then. Hmm. Yeah, uh, same thing with Parker, I think. Uh, he stands uh, pretty close, keeps his wings tight to his body, uh, head bowed. Hello, I also like the image of Parker with his wings just kind of spread out over the two of them and protecting them from the rain. Oh, that's even better. No, I mean, well, I mean, like, also for later, once everyone, like, clears out and then the three of us are still there. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I like that image a lot. That definitely has to happen. So yeah, so then Artesia can actually feel more comfortable coming up to stand with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when, yeah. Once once people filter away, she definitely like makes her way. She was like in standing in the back row with her own umbrella over her, mm-hmm. looking out over everyone. Um, to describe her, uh, she is tall and like kind of lanky, which is why she wears a lot of big like body like shape obscuring bulky stuff uh like a big like a big coat and a big hat and she she's elsa from frozen i realized (laughs) oh my god Uh, she is she is pale like blue skin uh white hair and like icy blue eyes um so not ex- she's yeah she's the, like the snow queen like the hans christian anderson snow queen was my original idea uh, <laughs> and then i remembered that frozen 2 had just opened in theaters mm. yeah that's 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 a look she's very tall now she wasn't before she went from being like 410 to like 63 oh geez she's so tall i said she was tall yeah, I know, but then also the audio cut out and I couldn't hear you originally <laughs> back when. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she grew a lot uh, during school and also after. Because she's an elf, then they just keep growing. <laughs> How tall is Parker? Um, I think Parker's probably short for a drake, but um, that doesn't make them short. I think maybe they're like 5'11". 
or so, but that's short for a drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's really very stocky. So, like, when, uh, for, for people who play Fight Rising, when he was just a dragon dragon instead of an anthropomorphic dragon, <laughs> he was a snapper in my head. So, very, very stout, stocky, solidly built, with, like, a short snout and, uh, some little, little kind of, like, ridges on his forehead, wearing, uh, probably, like, some sort of drapey vestment in maroons and blood reds as like the drake colors of mourning like something probably very traditional for mm-hmm. a drake what's seraphina look like um she, the the body that she's in right now um is she tends to stick to very petite bodies also you know anything larger would be a little unwieldy um but she has you know it's porcelain skin literally and uh, very long dark hair that's um and like a tumble of curls on the back of her head and uh, dark eyes and she has you can't see it right now but you see like little flashes of it when she like moves her hands around there's like little um lines of dark blue ink on her skin of her arms in particular mm-hmm. and she's very dressed in kind of like turn of the century style clothes so like a high-waisted skirt that's very like long and straight and uh, a a white blouse with a a jacket over it and it's wearing uh, gloves to cover her hands i have a question about her hair yes is it itself porcelain or is it hair it's hair if so is it what kind of hair is it like synthetic fibers okay so is it like rooted in her head or is it a wig? Yeah, you know, like have you, do you guys know like uh, the ball jointed dolls? Yeah, I know a little bit. Yeah, so the hair you can, act, you do like put in like little hair plugs into those dolls. Um, so it's like, you know, kind of like Barbie dolls where the hair is actually like plugged in. So it's not a wig. True. So it is, so it is, it is your hair. It doesn't grow necessarily, but it is, it is like part of you. Right, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, so we're all here together. We're standing at like the 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 front after people have left. There are like rows and rows of chairs behind us, either modern folding chairs that are being picked up or just like chairs that have been brought out. I think we're kind of we're put, we're very anachronistic in this, considering <laughs> considering these big chunky black sunglasses that Artesia's got, and I think like the. The deputy headmistress, uh, the the McGonagall of this place, <laughs> um, effectively, uh, who was just a tiny old lady who barely made the trip down the mountain once the school closed, and probably cannot make the way back up. Uh, and like the gondola, funicular, whatever it was that people used to take up, is no longer in commission. Um, is the one who asks us to take the ashes up there and spread them as one last thing. And I would like to think that as uh, she hands it to us, who takes it? The urn. Fina probably would. Um, and we take it and we look up at the castle beforehand, before this was was dark against the rainy, cloudy skies. Um, but the rain lets up and the clouds break and the sun shines on it and on us. And then there's a dramatic chord of choir music in the background mm-hmm. exactly and well we should probably get some hiking boots 
Oh no. Hiking boots. <laughs> They're very unfashionable. Yes, Artesia looks down at her patent leather shoes <laughs> and then looks at the looks at the rocks. And Fina's wearing like little ankle boots that, you know, that kind of like button up the side. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can use magic for it. <laughs> Who knows? Just spell the mud off of our boots. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's like the last thing we see. And if if this is either the end of an episode or the end of our recording today, is like the 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 mountain like looming over us, the castle at its peak, and the sun behind it. It's Dora, and I just wanted to thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed us, please consider leaving a rating on iTunes, telling your friends about us, or tweeting about our show using the FTLcast hashtag. No, seriously, we crave the validation and it helps us out. Your support really means a lot. Thanks again!